some changes. It's just the way it is. Just the way it is on Tuesday nights. In the sweatiest basement, Kensington, Maryland, is the Audible. First Amendment Sports Production. His name is Kevin Ricca. Happy to be here. He's Tim Strachan. It actually is hot in here tonight. It is hot in here. It's a little sweaty. Real sweaty. Working. All kinds there's, of sweaty. There's some work going on. There's a lot of peach sweaty in the house. Peach sweaty to my left. Always. Matt, real deal seal. This is our, I wouldn't say it's our, it's our, our it's not our weekly thing during the, uh, during August, but we do it a few times every year, and that's our 53-man roster prediction through training camp. As everyone knows, today the Washington Redskins got their roster down to 75. Notable cuts included Perry Riley Jr., linebacker, uh, drafted by the Redskins. Uh, wasn't cutting the cheese, so to speak. I think you're supposed to say the mustard. I cut the cheese. We cut the cheese. <laughs> yeah, you do cut the cheese. <laughs> We're a cheese-cutting uh, family here. Um, Stephen Pay. Paya, Pia. Paya. Paya. A free agent defensive lineman uh, that McLovin brought in. You know, he's catching some flack today because that is officially a free agent that he brought in that did not work. And whatever. You know, I, I, I still think that McLovin's doing just fine. Um, this uh, I didn't really kind of understand some of that on social media today, but whatever. Um, he was he wasn't terrible. I think before we really get into the to the meat of it, the, that maybe that was just on my chest. And the Willard Je- Willie Jefferson too, no. Well, but, but with regard to the to the, to the McLovin angle on these yeah. cuts, uh, listen, he was a 26 year old free agent who had something to prove. Uh, he came here on a modestly priced deal. He's done that multiple times over. Um, and, and listen. We got younger on the defensive line. There's some guys there who are going to make the team over him. They beat him out. They, Th- they, those they two guys, available. those two guys may get picked up. And, and I think sometimes cuts like that are made now as opposed to later because they will get picked up, maybe, you know, and have a chance somewhere else. Well, I think there is a respect nipped it in there the bud. He nipped it in the bud. Not he, here, but they, he they said, made it somewhere. All right, I get it. It ain't working. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. No. Save, save a little salary. Yeah, he didn't space. prolong it. He didn't, uh, you know. Well, you know, we're going to be going from 75 all the way down to 53. Um, on Hogshaven, our, our resident 53-man roster predicting expert on an annual basis, that's Alex Rousey. He is on the uh, the, the, the basement studio hotline. Alex, yeah. how's it going, buddy? And I'm glad I'm not in the basement since you said it was very sweaty. The air conditioning is nice here. You're a smart yeah. man. Yeah, you are a smart man. And you also heard some other reasons before we went live for why not to be in this basement this evening. I appreciate you keeping those under also, wraps, my Also, Ken, friend. I love your uh, title that you created for me. Resident 53-man roster predictor. Well, that's that's you a are, great title. That'll look good on the business card. Yeah, throw it on your resume. I, I'm all about uh, building building up people's uh, you know relevant experience. Um, there's a uh, certainly a job waiting for you someday. Um, in, in the field, listen. Who are the obvious guys? We can talk about this from the standpoint of guys. We know we're going to make the team. We're not going to do that. Um, between seventy-five and fifty-three, by my math, that's all. That's roughly twenty-two guys that uh, are, are, are not going to be on our team. Let's let's cover some of those names. Exactly twenty-two. McNamara yeah. Mustang. That's a McNamara Mustang's math. Um, let's talk about some obvious cuts. I'll give you first ups, Alex. 
Oh, obvious cuts. I don't know. There's a few guys that are uh, defensive backs that we can pretty much write off. Like, hold on, hold on, hold Mariel on. Mariel Cooper. Be, be Come on, be Alex. Be careful. Why are you going for the juggler right off the First bat? First of all, man? it's, it's Mariel. He's a friend of the show. Um, he is totally heartbroken. Why do you think I let off with him? I know. I, you know, and I know you like yourself some Mariel. Does he, hey, does he have a chance to be on our practice He's squad? He's a great guy. Can He's make- a great guy. Go ahead. It's just uh, it's a crowded position for this game. They're they're stacked at cornerback. They just they might have the deepest cornerback group in the entire NFL. Actually, I agree with you there. Uh, but I also want to ask a second part to that question: Has he done enough to be uh, rewarded for a possible? Because I'm giving him a fifty fifty shot here, just by numbers, to make this practice squad. I mean, why is he still here with seventy five left? Um, in my opinion, sure. I think that he does have a good chance simply because not, not only based on his play in, in the preseason and, and in practice and training camp, but you've got to have a cornerback on your practice squad. If you look at like every practice squad, there's at least one cornerback. Sure. You've got to have them in practice. You've got to keep the pipeline full. It's a very important position. You need to have young guys there always. And if they didn't have a single cornerback on the practice squad, I think that would be shocking. And when you consider that they're probably going to keep mm, six, there's like six locked in to make the roster yes, pretty sir. much. No that doubt. means they're only going to cut like two. So it's either him or who? Lloyd Carrington? Yep. So on the squad, one yeah. of those guys is probably going to end up on the practice squad. And, man, I hope his versatility helps him there because that would be a huge victory for where he came from. If there's two things I've learned in the last year in this basement, it's a, bring a sweat towel in August. Towel. And B, mm-hmm. never, ever doubt Mario Cooper. Well, and, and Alex, also, never. the thing about um, Mario, not that it should matter, and, and in, on most teams it wouldn't. Um, Dan Snyder does love him, a, a good story. You know, Undrafted is coming out on the NFL Network first week of uh, September. Uh, Mario Cooper will be featured. Yeah, probably Snyder's never it. missed a marketing opportunity. Yeah, I can see them hanging on to him. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there's there's some interest there. Um, you know, he, he's a compelling story. And, and I, but I think Kevin hit, hit the nail on the head. He's very diverse. He can play safety. He can play corner. Yeah, they've always he can been playing come corner. He, he's, he's very good at some special team stuff, coming off the corner, trying to block kicks. I mean, having a guy that can just kind of do all those things yep. in a practice – that's that's pretty that's pretty valuable. He's fast. He's fast. Definitely. and He doesn't mind hitting, and you know those are the kinds of things that'll keep you right. around in some way, shape, or form. Uh, you you could see his game speed. Uh, sure, it's against other fourth stringers or fifth stringers um, at the end of these preseason games. Fast is fast. He fast is fast. He's he's fast. Um, he, he 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 can hit. Uh, he wants to get better. Um, he's in the mix. He's in the mix for a practice squad spot. Um, the other thing he'll is he'll also bring his lunch pail every day as a practice squad player. He will, and by virtue of McLovin picking him, by virtue of McLovin giving him a job, especially at the quarterback position, that alone makes other teams interested in him. No we, doubt. We already had a guy that uh, McLovin brought in last year, uh, Tevin Mitchell, get plucked right out of our grasp um, to Indianapolis uh, last preseason. So um, if you're a defensive player, Definitely. linebacker or corner especially, uh, and you're um, picked by McLovin, people give a shit. Who else you got? Let's move on. Yeah. Mario's our boy, and, and you took a little shot, but that's okay. Uh, um, I think we're definitely stacked at wide receiver, so a couple of these guys that are going for maybe that sixth spot are going to be cut, and it's going to come down to T.J. Thorpe, Kendall Thompson, 
Rashad Ross, and Maurice Harris. Uh, I think maybe one or two of those guys is going to make it. Rashad's the, uh, Rashad makes two it. Is probably going to. I think Ross makes this team. I got a dot next I, I to Rashad Ross too. as well. Yeah. So I think tomorrow is going to be interesting for those that group of guys. Actually, I think uh, that that their play tomorrow night could really have an impact on their ability to make the fifty-three or the practice squad. Because I think I kind of think all those guys is pretty neck and neck. Let's say Ross makes the team, but Thorpe, Thompson, and Harris have all looked very good in preseason games. Thorpe is a beast. I mean, if I don't. Maybe it's just because he's wearing the number six, and it makes him just kind of makes him look bigger because the number's smaller. Um, when I watch him play, I mean, he, he looks physical. I was going to say the same thing I about agree. Harris. Yeah. Well, just that he was a beast. Harris is yeah. like six two, six three. I mean, it's always good to have a nice big receiver like that, and he's been getting in early in the preseason. You got Josh Doxson. You know, kind of. Well, Doxson's making. Well, it. that's true. That's true. Well, well we have Josh Doxson on the team. Uh, we don't know. How healthy of a Josh Doxson we have. He was he was wearing a helmet, running routes today. Jay Gruden was throwing him passes. He's set a deadline, right? He's he's gonna play. He's he's they're just they're they're not taking a single chance with him. Um, if he's gonna get hurt, he's gonna do it during a regular. I, I just game. think out of all the guys you just mentioned, Rashad Ross has made the most plays. He and, uh, and he's the most also, notable plays. He's our kick returner. Yeah, on on the field on Sundays. I mean, he scored touchdowns last yeah. year. Well, let me ask you this, yeah. Alex, and you're going to settle a debate we've had around here. You know, nothing heated, just a difference of opinion. And as the dominoes fall for those three gentlemen we just discussed, uh, the performance of the quarterback position is going to be most important to those three guys tomorrow night. What are we going to do with this guy, Sudfeld? What, 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 what can he actually make the team tomorrow night? Or right now, do you think he's off? And will tomorrow night, does he have a chance to get on or off? Two-part question. All right. I like Sudfeld. I'm a big Sudfeld fan. He's the first quarterback that Jay Gruden has had the chance to draft since he's been in Washington. I think that that's, that's an important thing to consider. Uh, I, right now, I would say he's going to make the team, and I think based on his play tomorrow night, um, it pretty much doesn't matter. I think he'd have to really have a disaster. I mean, I think he'd have to really just crumble to not make the team because young quarterbacks are really, really valuable commodities, and I don't think they would take a risk. I think Jay Gruden likes him. Scott McLuhan drafted him. I, I think he's. Uh, I think he's on the team. When you say don't take a risk, don't take a risk of losing him by cutting him and somebody else picking him up or putting him on the practice exactly. squad. Right. Exactly. Scalped. I, I just don't think you can wait around and hope that you can take him back and put him I'm on going the practice the, squad. I'm going the opposite direction. With guys like Teddy Bridgewater, Tony Romo, uh, with the quarterback situation in this league today as it is, you have Kirk Cousins, you have Colt McCoy, you know what you're going with this season, you know what you have with on your team. You know, if you're if you got to play Sudfeld at this point in time, it's a bad situation for the Washington Redskins. I'm taking the call tomorrow. I'm putting it on the street. I'm tr- I, if, I, I'm hoping that he plays out of his mind or at least plays well because if I'm Scott McLuhan, I'm trading Nate Sudfeld because I think I can get something good for him from a team that is in desperate, desperate need of a, of, a, of a guy that they can throw out there and pin their hopes on. Because as much as we love Sean Hill, for example, and as much as he can get the job done... Sudfeld's not going there and starting over Hill. It's not. Maybe not in week one, but you make a trade no for way. a guy like you make a trade for a guy like Sudfeld today in the hopes that they'll start week two, week three, week as four. As crazy as it sounds, you're more pl- the more plausible thing is to shop Colt. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I'm yeah, saying over Sudfeld. No, no, no. So we, we, you can. I'm, I'm just saying on this particular roster, I'm not keeping the third quarterback. And if and I don't think we can get away with putting him on our practice squad. Hold on. Therefore, to me, I'm trading him. I do not believe Sudfeld is ready to play uh, NFL football right now. Which is another reason why you should. I trade agree, him. but I. I, I agree, but it was for different he reasons. He has the potential, though, yes. to play very good NFL That's football. what I agree with. His upside, that's why you keep I think his upside, yeah. his arm strength, his size is tremendous. You stack him. You got to. That means that we're going to yeah. have some, some other decisions to make, and that's one, all I've ever said to you. At least one very we'll tough we'll get one. into it. I can't, I can't I think keep he's going to make the team off potential alone. It's not for this year. He's not ready to play. He simply can't be cut, though. That's he's, a luxury. I'm happy to have it. If we keep him for that reason, Alex... That's great. That's a good thing for the Washington Redskins organization. If you have the luxury of keeping a third quarterback, that's awesome. I just think someone out there is going to be Can willing you also to overpay. Gotta consider that Kirk's, Kirk's only signed for one year. I mean, we all we all feel so great about Kirk right now, but what I've, if Kirk bonds this year? Uh, I've been what saying if this whole double double tag thing. I've been saying this. He might not want to be here. He might not. You know, he might. I get, know. He might not. Hey, you know, know what? Sudfeld. He would have if we Kirk paid them that money. I'm, I'm just, just Sudfeld. Listen, Sudfeld is a totally unknown quantity. I think someone out there will overpay for him. That's why I'm putting him on the market. Um, if we, if Kirk leaves, we're starting from scratch. We're starting from scratch no matter what. You know, we're going to be just as good with a lot of other people as we will with Sudfeld. I don't want to spend all day on the quarterback spot. If we keep him, it's a good story for the Washington Redskins, having a quarterback to develop. I think the, the fact that Jake Gruden drafted him, He's a quarterback guy. The Grudens love their quarterbacks. It all fits and works great for us. But that's a spot. So let's move to another position because Sudfeld, it's going to come down to Sudfeld or where do you guys want to go? I was going to say, but just the last thing, yep. it would be great to keep him that way. But if he's starting for someone else in week three, that's a bad day for them this season. That's I agree. all I'm saying. All right. Yeah. Here we go. I think that I think that, I think that directly affects our tight end running back situation. So, Alex... Please, uh, what do you got at the running back so we're or two wide receivers. spot? We're cutting no, I two. think we have six wide receivers. So we have to cut two. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm saying. I, I think six is a lock, and that means we're cutting two. Yeah, okay. And that means we're cutting I, three. I, mean, I think six cutting is three. a lock. And, that yeah, means we're cutting T.J. Thorpe, yeah, Kendall Thompson, and Maurice Harris. Okay, agreed. I agree with all right. those. Yeah. All right, so. Okay, looking at running back and yep. tight end. Um. I really don't think that running back is very complicated. It's going to be Jones, Thompson, and Kelly. I mean, I can't imagine anyone disagreeing with that. The only question would be if they kept Mac Brown. That's exactly what I was going to also. say. That, I, I would never disagree with those um, first three, but, but Mac Brown has the ability because he's he showed some burst, man, and and he was good in pass pro. I uh, agree. I, I I don't know, man. I think these young backs that we've we've got in this stable are man. They're hard to t- take your eye off of. Yeah, but okay. At some point, you can't keep Sudfeld and Mac Brown and and I and, don't you know have Sudfeld. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. So you're taking. See, I I, I don't have Mac Brown or Sudfeld. Um, All but, I said was that would directly affect how yeah. many guys that running back and tight end, and that's exactly. what we've gotten into. So, 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 so Alex says three definitely. And I would let Mac Brown go. Okay, okay. Right. There we go. Now we're now we're now we're heading down that path. All right. So we're cutting one running back. How, what, let's go to tight end. So Derek, uh, Derek Carrier um, was put on the uh, the reserve PUP. Right. Um, I, you know I love Derek Carrier. I'm super excited so to I. see him staying with the organization. But as far as this year is concerned, there is a log jam. Reed, Davis, 
Paul are locks. Uh, Logan Paulson. I got to think those three are locks. Those first three, and then the, the conversation um, is I don't B- Big Logan. I don't, I don't think he can. I don't think there's room for him. He's the best blocker out of the bunch. He is. Down. Yes, he is. Is there a chance Paul is gone? There's always a chance. Yeah. But there is already. Because look, being gone. He I think, keeps I think getting hurt. To Reed and Davis, really. But not, not, he keeps getting hurt. And it's just little things here and there. I, I can't stand it. It seems like almost every other time he's, he's in, a, in, a, in a play, he comes up hobbling and somebody's got to look at him he's on the sideline. He's coming off a tough one. Let me, I think Paulson, I, I think Logan's the guy that, that can provide that block when you need it, yep. but also can do some other things that, that a, a rounded out tight end can do more so than Paulson, than, than Niles Paul can do. In the reverse. Well, so, the, go ahead, Kevin. Paul's been playing some H-back, some full-back. Paul's been very versatile in the backfield for us, and he's a great special teams guy. You know, uh, those are some things that you got to throw into the mix. I'm not saying you're wrong or right. I'm saying that's the conversation. Grunt blocker, beast, 270-pound, physical specimen. As bad as our running game Kind is, of as a rock, you know, kind of rock-handed, kind of, you know, not exactly a, a threat in the passing game. But how much they're trying to throw him this season? I know, I know, because he'll rumble down the field and get his yards, but Listen, these are the conversations we came to have. Absolutely, and when you have a, when you, when you have a guy like Logan Paulson, um, who mathematically is kind of on the outs of this conversation, but he's a guy you would keep. Your be- conversation, not because, mine. Because he does some things well. If I'm McLovin, once again, Jermaine Gresham went down for Detroit. Lardarius Webb put on an uh, uh, inactive list um, uh, for what, to San Diego. Uh, Baltimore is having a crisis at tight end. You have t- Us teams, last year. Us last year. Uh, I, if I'm McLovin, I'm shopping Niles Paul. If I'm willing to keep Logan Paulson as the third tight end, I think Niles Paul could get us a sixth or a seventh rounder from somebody. Um, uh, you know, uh, you know these, these are the, this is a good problem for the Washington Redskins to have. Obviously, no one's going to trade us for Logan Paulson, but someone might give us a conditional pick for, for Niles Paul. Just to throw that out there, we don't, this is all, all you know, because if we cut Niles Paul, he's getting picked up by someone in, 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 you know, 10 minutes. All right, well, hold on one second. Alex, yeah. did I hear you say you only keep two? No, I think that only two are locks. Okay, because okay. I'm I'm torn on Paul and Paulson a lot, like you guys are saying. Yeah, it's a tough I, one, I ain't it? I lean towards keeping Paul. I lean towards keeping Paul over Paulson, and the reasons are Paul has the versatility of the halfback thing, like you were saying. He's been actually practicing there. They've run plays with him there. They must see something that they want. They must have some desire for a fullback. They're, they're, they're trying, aren't they? <laughs> they're trying. Yeah. Another thing is, Niles Paul has special teams ability that people are forgetting about. I mean, this guy was like a special teams captain for us. He returned kickoffs. Recency bias. People are having a recency bias with the preseason, and they're putting way too much weight into right. it. They've seen Paul hobble off once or twice in the right. preseason. They've seen Logan Paulson catch a couple nice balls in the preseason, and they're forgetting Niles Paul is a guy that we gave $3 million a year to to be our starting tight end who was really coming on. He's a couple years younger than Paulson. Um, I, I think, you know, if Jordan Reed goes down, who's your main threat? This offense is built around Jordan Reed. It's built around a receiving tight end. If he goes down, what what what's the backup plan? Well, what's your st- got to be now? What's your stock in, in Davis then? 
Vernon um, Davis. I think Davis is an ideal second tight end. I think he's going to fill that role perfectly. I think he's a little on the older side, but he's a pretty good run blocker. He's pretty athletic. He's a pretty good receiver. Well-rounded, ideal number two tight end. But I don't think he's a guy that I want to uh, build an offense around. I don't think he's a guy. I don't even know if he's a better receiver than Niles Paul, but I think he's a much better um, blocker and has that experience as a true tight end. And that's why he's going to get playing time. Uh, I think you're right. He's not going to be a guy you can that can fill in the role of build the offensive around, but I think he's as good if his camp says anything about where he's come from in the last two years. He's as good as anyone's number two tight end in the passing game, in the passing game. I with, agree. with experience, with some downfield speed. But, uh, yeah, that's not a guy that we can rely on on third down, I don't think, without Jordan Reed, no doubt. Uh, so let's go over yeah. here and let's get to the guys that they're lining up right next to, man. Uh it got a little hectic over here this past week. <laughs> There's, I'm sure you were sliding guys in and out off this depth chart as they yeah. didn't pass physicals and got picked up off waivers. So I'm gonna yeah. let you. I'm gonna let you go ahead and you know I think we know the locks, but let's get to the uh, let's get to the guys that we're gonna talk about. Who, uh, who, who, who right. who's sitting there on that fence? There might be a couple guys that, that might surprise us. I think the offensive line. I think you gotta say has at least seven locks, probably eight. The eighth guy, I would say, is uh, Ari Kwanjo, and he's probably a lock, uh, so I guess that's kind of like an oxymoron. He's he's mostly there. He's, he's All the guys, all the beat writers are talking like he's down. Um, I don't think they're going to cut him, but he's, he's the low man out of the eight guys that are pretty certain to make it. So Alex. But I think the question is, are they going to keep eight? Are they going to keep nine or are they going to keep 10? And that's just where you have to look at the other side of your roster. And for me, it's the ninth spot. I think they're going to keep nine. And it's going to come down to Ryder, Cofield, or what's the guy's name they just picked up? Painter. Vinston. Yeah. So how many and offensive linemen? You have him cutting three? You have him cutting three. Uh, I have them cutting. I think right. I think they're going to keep Ryder as I the don't. ninth guy. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm think gonna... I think they're looking at Long sitting there and saying, "Hey, if if, the, if 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 Corey goes down, you step in, Laval steps up, and then that's our number two plan." Although you know that could be, but Long's uh, injured right now. I was going to say when Long gets when, when, when Long gets hurt when Long gets hurt that plan goes to uh, go to the bottom of the bowl, but. Man, I have a I, you know I don't have Quanjo as a lock only because I just I think we all expected a big jump out of him, you we know. Did. And I, think I we, did. And I think we've uh, I think no news has been uh, not good. I guess you would say for us. I don't know if that's fair or not, but I haven't heard anything good or bad about this guy all camp long. Uh, you know, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I think he's probably been a little bit of a disappointment for the coaches, but still, he's got the size. He was a fourth round pick. We're only entering his second year. Sure. Um, I, I think that they, just based on what they saw last year and the potential they saw when they drafted him, I just can't imagine that they would cut him this quickly. I got Cofield as number nine after Quanjo. I feel like they got to keep him. I think they got to keep Cofield. I could see that. I mean, I, mean, so, I feel, you know, I could I, see that. I'm not convinced. I just feel like they, they, they you know, 
I think I, I, I read what you wrote, Alex. They gave him that money last year, uh, money not normally given to an undrafted. And I think they saw something that's in him. Right. I don't think you quit this early if that's the project that you set off down the road to have. You know, uh, you know, you want yeah, to start this project. Time, you're comparing him to Ryder, who is a guy that got drafted ahead mm. of them. So, I mean, getting that guarantee, yeah. getting that special little bonus as an undrafted no agent says one thing, but getting drafted says another thing. All right, so no I got doubt. I got six. I know we're a little bit different, but six wide receivers, two quarterbacks, three tight ends, three running backs, nine offensive linemen for a total of 23. I think you sounds like, Alex, you're more closer to saying eight offensive linemen. But you also have three quarterbacks. No, I'm good. No? I'm going with nine offensive okay, linemen good, good. and three quarterbacks, and that's 24. And that's 24. So I'm at 23. Um, and so far, on, uh, we said, what, six cornerbacks on defense? We already started on defense with six. I think that can be put yeah, in stone. Yeah, I think the cornerbacks yeah. are, are locks, don't you guys? Yes, sir. Oh, yes. yes, sir. Oh, I, think yes. You, I think you etched that in stone. Those are our six, and, and, I, and, I, and I love them. Well, let's save, I love let's them. save linebacker. And go to defensive line. Uh, defensive line, that's a good one. Defensive line, cause you, you know, well, that's a mess, isn't it? It's a total mess. That's what I've been saying. Um, <laughs> it was cleaned up a little oh, bit today with with uh, Pagon. Uh, you know, you got so, yeah. So uh, you know, using our fingers, Kerrigan, Baker, uh, obviously Locks, um, Kerrigan. I think I think Ray, uh, Kendall I'm, Reyes is I'm a lot. I'm calling lock. Kerrigan a linebacker. Kerrigan's a linebacker, Ken. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, don't, I see him I don't, as a defensive end. I'm, my bad. He's a linebacker. I don't know if right. Reyes OLP. is a lock. If who? I really don't think Kendall Reyes is a lock. I oh, I think so. Either. Reyes is a lock. Do you I, think he's, you think he's I gonna think he's going to get I cut. think this past preseason game showed a little bit. He was... Uh, I'll tell you this, Ziggy Hood looks like a damn truck. Yeah, he does. And, and that guy's running around the field yeah. making plays and looking like, not, not, not the short, fat guys I'm used to. This he's is hungry. A, this is a specimen. I think he's showing he's more hungry. He's an eight-year vet who looks like he's playing like a rookie who doesn't, hasn't yeah. eaten. Counting, I'm counting guys agree. with their I try not to put a lot of weight ground. in preseason because I feel like it really doesn't matter very much, but Ziggy Hood has just been... Off this I agree, and I'm not even talking about his play. I'm talking about his post-sack celebration. I went, who is that monster of a man? I mean, he, he, he oh, boy. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm, yeah. I'm just used to a big, fat guy sucking wind. You know, uh, we saw Terrence Knighton today sucking wind up north. You know, that's what I'm used to around here. Uh, this guy looks like a, just a mountain of a man, just ripped beast. I, I really like the culture we're starting over here because Ricky G and Francois looked the same to me the other night. Uh, these guys look hungry. They look like they love playing together. I was getting a little excited about him, Baker, and Francois. Uh, I, I, Reyes didn't jump out, and I think that's why Cullen Jenkins is around. Uh, talk yep. to me about Cullen. Cullen is, uh, you know, I think people are getting a little, they kind of got their panties in a bunch over here on uh, Hogshaven, reading all these comments about, oh, Cullen Jenkins is 35 years old. There's two things. One is, they obviously saw something when they brought him in for a workout because they just cut a a guy that's going to be playing in the NFL this year in Paya. Two, his spot isn't guaranteed. No, it's not. I mean, Cullen Jenkins is going to play tomorrow night, and he hasn't been practicing. He hasn't been getting in great shape, and he's going to have to play tomorrow night to hold off a couple of these younger guys like Anthony Lanier and Matt Ioannidis. Um, and maybe even uh, Corey Crawford, because 
I, I don't think that Jenkins is just some lock to make the team. I think they brought him in because they knew they were getting rid of Pata. They wanted another vet in the mix, and they wanted to kick the tires, and they want a guy that can play tomorrow night because they got a couple guys they're definitely going to be sitting, and they need a defensive line rotation. I mean, part of it is you just have to have enough people to play tomorrow night. That's a, it was a Herb Brooks uh, type pickup. You know? That's true, but this it guy was, plays every technique that that defensive line has to offer. I, we That's a big just, deal for him. We missed our chance to sign him, you know, a few years back when, sure. he, when he came available after Green Bay. Um, you know, it, it would be a, it would be a real shame if, it, in my opinion, it would be a shame if he makes the team because of what it would say about about guys who um, we we have much higher hopes for. When a thirty five year old journeyman comes in and locks down a position because you know because he can dot his eyes and cross his t's in ways that the first, second, and third year players aren't doing. That's a, that's not good. That's bad. Or maybe we're seeing in D.C. about your baby cousin Kendall Reyes, what they saw in San Diego. <laughs> of course, of course. Hey, another guy who's on a one-year deal is you know got something to prove, and he just might end up not proving it. I think he's had a half. He's actually had some good plays. He's showed up on tape for a couple games prior. He, he wasn't he wasn't a, a huge star in the most I, recent I hear game. the complete different. I hear he can't get off blocks. He's getting he's he's getting exposed. Yes, they called out. He did not have a good game, um, you know, against Buffalo. You can't not have a good game I in know. the preseason. And he he and Paya were under the gun. He, he and Paya got the least amount of reps. And 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 what I witnessed with the uh, the top guys uh, that was I think that was telling for one of those gentlemen. Hey, I'm I'm being told. You don't get to say uh, you know my bad. I would I just, it wasn't in me last night. His no, name wasn't called out in the same way it was in previous games. That's a fact, for sure. I'm uh, super curious about Lanier. I think Reyes was brought in with hope of being a starter, and I think maybe that they've tempered expectations, and a guy like Ziggy Hood might be kind of passing him up based on his play in the preseason. Yeah, so how many but defensive linemen do you have, I'm believing they're going to cut him. How many you got? Uh, I got seven. I have I seven. seven. I'm I got seven, and the surprise cut, if you want to call it that, for me is uh, Jenkins. I don't think he's going to make it. I do not have Jenkins on my. Yeah, I don't think that's a either. that's a that's a huge surprise. I do have him on there. Uh, I have Lanier, you know, hopefully practice squad situation with Corey Crawford as well. But I, you know, I wouldn't mind if, if I don't think it's a surprise if Jenkins gets cut at all. I don't. I, I, I got him getting cut in favor of uh, Lanier. Yeah, I that, think Lanier looked incredible against the Jets. I think that would be great news, oh, and I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Yeah. He's got the youth. He can sit at the end. And even if you have him and Ioannidis as your sixth and seventh, you still have a fine, solid five-man rotation, um, even if those two don't play. So wait, do you I have, think you want to keep some younger guys. Do you have Reyes on your squad? I, I have Reyes making oh, yeah. the team. Okay, just – as long as we're yes, yes, there. I have okay. Reyes. On the I, I do too. So Lanier, just, Lanier is really the seventh guy. Yeah. Okay, Lanier I think Reyes is the out. seventh guy for me. I think it's six. Who, so well, it's okay. either Lanier Jenkins would be the seventh guy is what we're saying. Yeah, uh, I think that's, that's fair. We're, we're, and, and I do have. We, I think we all have Hood. Um, all right, let's and so, go. And so, uh, if you have six and you have Reyes getting cut, who are your six? I haven't gotten that far. Though. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> I just don't think Reyes is going to make it. Because uh, that means you're cutting either Jenkins or Lanier. Both. So it's got to be one of those gone, too. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I just Reyes hasn't been the guy we were hoping for. I think that's T's point. Uh, Ken's been over here wearing his Reyes underwears all, all week, all month. <laughs> I do. And uh, we know he's been banging it into our heads how good he is. And then and when he doesn't live up to Ken's expectations, it's pretty fun to get on him. Yeah. Not, it's not, just preseason. It's just exactly. preseason. Give him it's, a, let us see him play a game. They just brought him in. Yeah, it's not about it's not about Kendall Reyes. To me, it's about McLovin. Um, so we'll we'll see. And the, 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 again, you know. There was a referendum on McLovin today with the whole Stephen uh, Paya, you know, release. Um, Ken Reyes is another, you know, referendum on McLovin. Uh, if he can contribute meaningfully to this defensive line, that's a that's a huge thing for obviously for Ken Reyes. It's a huge thing for the Redskins. Um, I want to save linebacker. I want to save linebacker. We already did. Um, we did six cornerbacks. Uh, well, let's do safety. Want to talk about safety? Yeah, let's talk I think about it's safety. As, it's as clear cut as the as the cornerbacks, ain't it? It's, I, I do. I do think so. I think well, you have Hall, Bruton, Blackman, and uh, Duke. Yeah. I mean, what, what else is there? Yeah. We don't, I, I think, gotta agree. Well, Deshays or Everett's there. I know that's the one name. You're right. Plays. He can make plays uh, on special teams. He's been a good guy to have, but I just don't see a spot for him. Until one of these guys gets a little uh, nicked up. I'm right there with you. Does anyone know if he's eligible for the practice squad? Because I think he would be a priority to get on the practice squad. Yeah. I don't know if he's eligible or not. I don't either. I, I'm not sure, I, but that'd be I would bet yes. Because if he is, I'd put him there in a heartbeat. I would bet yes. I mean, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know, but I do gotta know. you got to consider Hall is older. Been injured a little bit lately. Yeah, Blackman is older, just transitioning. Well, I that, mean, that's there where could come up a time in the season where you need to bring a safety off of your uh, practice squad, or maybe they just bring up Cooper. Who knows? Or is exactly. it? Or is it Matthias Smith? Uh, you know, I know his pedigree from Alabama, but I haven't seen much out of him. No, it's not Matthias. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to linebacker. Let's just do it. Let's bite the bullet. Uh, I got how many? Well, nine seems to be the the number that everyone kind of uh, settles on. Um, the, uh, and again, not yeah. obviously Kerrigan, Compton, Foster, sure. Smith, Murphy, Spate. This is where Sue Cravens. I did not have him in my safety, uh, you know, list. Uh, he's a linebacker um, on this roster. Yeah, he's a linebacker now. Yeah, I thought I was going to say eight plus he's a hybrid, hybrid. Well, so and yeah. with Houston Bates. If you say Houston Bates is in your number eight. I think he has to be. Without a doubt, he, in my opinion, yeah. he is. It's, it's really, it's the next guy. It's the ninth guy. Garvin seems to be. We brought him in here for a reason. We brought him in here for a reason. Just write S-T next to him and put him wherever you want. Yep. yep. And then haven't you been pleasantly surprised with how good he's been on defense in the game? He's smooth. I mean, I know it's been later in the game against the guys that are, uh, you know, probably not going to be players in this league, but I think Garvin has looked like as one of the top third stringers on the entire team in the preseason games. He, he's looked really good to me. He's, he's 6'3". He's long. He he ta- he, he's, he he tackles. He's one. He, you know that's been a huge problem for us. He's got that. And he's usually pretty important at the linebacker position. It's, it's incredibly important. He, you know he's a <laughs> he's a former Pittsburgh Steeler linebacker, which carries a little bit of water uh, in this league. He has absolutely carved his niche in this league. Uh, you know, and and it's going to happen on this team. Yeah, uh, it ain't going to be yeah. Mike Wakefield. And he's only twenty five. He's yeah. only he's still young. I mean, and I, he's a Baltimore he's a boy. Keeper. What's a Towson? 
He's yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, that's right. So the five, so the five inside linebackers, you know, that seems kind of if we're all we're all talking up Garvin right now, so that would be uh, five with Foster, Compton, Cravens, Garvin, My man and Spade, Spade. Right? Yes, sir. We all agree on those five. Without a doubt, I think that's a. I think that's a, as much of a no-brainer as we got. So that, I, think I, I agree with you. That gets so it's us the last outside linebacker spot. Yeah, but if we agree, are you at nine? Are you I'm at, at nine? Yeah, we're. I think we're all at nine. And to broaden the conversation, we had twenty-three. Well, we had twenty-three offensive guys. Um, nine linebackers gets us to twenty-six defensive guys. Uh, you got your kicker, your punter, and your long snapper. Um, that gets you to 52 total. So now you're talking about the 53rd guy. Now is when, you know, you start talking about can you afford to keep um, a Nate Sudfeld? Can you afford to keep a Mac Brown? Do you keep the extra... Logan Paulson. Tight end. Yeah. I think that's the choice. To me, so I think to me that this is the spot. To me, this is where all, some of those decisions get made because everybody else that we've said for the most part... Well, we've, we've all gotten to 52, some of you guys had Nate Sudfeld in your 52. I, I didn't. Some of you guys have, um, you know, the extra I am Mac Brown. tight end. Yeah, you got the extra running back. But, you know, that's, uh, that's to be debated after tomorrow night again. Alex, who's your 53rd guy? Uh, I'm, I have Sudfeld. Oh, yeah. Sudfeld. I, yep. I, think, I don't yep. think we can cut him. That's 24 on offense and 26 on defense, and then the three special teams guys. That's I'm going to be super pumped if we keep Sudfeld. I think that says a lot. Yep. I think that's a big statement. I think it's a smart move. I really do. I, I think that's the smartest move, and that's where my 53rd guy would be, too. He's a, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We should have this conversation again after tomorrow night because I think uh, you know if one or two of these guys makes a play tomorrow night, it could go either way for the last guy at a few different positions. Uh, you know, we, we all seem kind of confident and kind of in agreement. You know there's always a surprise, at least one. Without a doubt. There's always a surprise. If you can, again, it's a luxury. If you, you know, a third quarterback in today's NFL is a luxury. You're, if you can, if you, you don't need a third quarterback. Um, it's a year to year. The NFL is a year to year league. Uh, what have you done for me lately? You can't do anything for anyone lately with a third quarterback. But if you have the ability to keep him True. and develop him, he turns into that number two, number one. Obviously, it's a big deal. If he's a hot enough commodity, and and and, and we can get that payback in the draft on draft day, 2017. That would be pretty interesting. Or 18 or whatever the hell it may be. Like good teams are always in the business developing Exactly. Groom that guy and send him to someone. And then yep. A couple things to consider with that. Are we the only game on tomorrow? I believe so because I think yes, we moved because the NFL they moved Network. It. Yeah. And it's the last week of the preseason. This, is, this performance is going to be in people's mind. If Nate Sudfeld goes out tomorrow and actually just like kills it, I Someone's calling. Makes, I think that makes a big difference. I think that means you cannot cut it. With uh, that size and arm strength, if he goes out there tomorrow night and puts a show on, uh, that's, that's going to be big for this franchise. Someone's going to make a call. I'm, yeah. I, I'm the guy who's, who's, who's looking for the best offer. Um, but uh, obviously, look, if he plays well. I, I would rather look stupid now keeping him on sure. to a lot of people who think that I'm, uh, I'm an idiot than to let him go, and then eventually he comes back to beat you a whole bunch of times two, three, four years down the line. I mean, if someone offers us a third-round pick, you're saying no? 
I don't think that's going to happen, but... Well, I'm just saying. I, I mean, can't imagine that happening. No. Well, a third-round pick? I'm just, well, he, so here's no. here's the, the rationale for that. If he plays an amazing game tomorrow and everyone says there's no way... It's the, the fourth game him, of the preseason. It's, it, all all saying, it shows is he has the tools. I don't think it I'll shows take that the he's third ready round to go. Pick. All, <laughs> all, <laughs> yeah, no one's going to do that. All I'm saying is if, if he becomes obvious that we're going to keep him, people will pay nothing for a guy they think is going to be released. If... People will pay something for a guy who's on a 53-man roster. If it becomes obvious that we're going to keep him and somebody wants him bad enough, a third-round pick I, I is I think there's going to be other pay. options available the, uh, of veterans who have put, put some time in this league that uh, a team would invest in an emergency-like situation. Right. Like plenty of if Gruden gets his, hand on him, gets his hands on him for a full year, I think that's when we see our third-round pick. That's fine. Well, well, again, I was the biggest uh, developed Kirk you know, and, and, you know, see what you, you know, I didn't want to get rid of Kirk ever, but I always thought that was part of what they were trying to do is, you know, develop and flip. All I'm saying is there's plenty of quarterbacks that were drafted ahead of Nate Sudfeld who will be out of a job uh, in a week and a half. And, and, and <clears throat> most of them don't have, in my opinion, most of them don't have the NFL measurables that Sudfeld has. I know. None of the ones taken ahead of Someone's going to pay for that. Have the NFL measurables. He has the tools. And I think that he is a sleeper quarterback in this entire class. I agree with you. I just don't know how it fits in here right now. That's all. Quarterback depth is so terrible But if we can get a third-round pick, I mean, if that were a real thing, then uh, you would do it in a heartbeat. Man, Alex, I haven't done a cartwheel in a long time. (laughs) No offense to Sean Hill. He keeps coming back to him. But guys like him are going to be starting in week one for an NFL team. It's the last thing the Minnesota Vikings wanted. It happens every year. It happens to more than just oh, that team. I think team. Sudfeld has starting capability. Without a doubt. So I'm yes. di- And I, I, I continue to be the guy who says somebody out there will pay for it. Oh. It's just a matter of whether we want to answer that call. Show me the money. Third-round pick, <laughs> done deal. Okay. Take I, a sixth-round pick and make him to a third-round pick in one year. I don't care who it is. Show Alex the Quan, and he yeah. will, And he will. yeah. I'll probably take a lot of heat for, saying, for suggesting we, we could. Third-round pick. Have you seen me do the splits? Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> just wanted to set up, just wanted to throw a little marker out there in the old pool for that one. But, uh, yeah, that would be uh, huge if we could pull that off. It's not going to happen, obviously. Um, listen, Alex, yeah. I think we solved some problems tonight. I think we got through some pretty um, heavy stuff. This is a 53-man roster. Yeah, this I hope be our guys. listening. I think we made his job a lot easier. I think yeah, you're welcome, it. McLovin. Yeah, there you go. All right, man, we're gonna, we'll are uh, gonna we'll talk to you again very soon, Alex. In the meantime, um, check, check him out on Hogshaven as our official 53-man roster predictor. predictor. I think it's a predictor. You got a, is that with an OR at the end? It's got to be an OR at the end. Predictor. I, I, I don't know, but Alex, thank you very much for putting up with all this and uh, and giving us all this information. Much appreciated, Good my stuff, friend. Good stuff, man. Uh, been my pleasure. You guys are great. This was the Audible. <laughs>